Greetings all, Pete Hofstra here. It's March 1st, 2021. A number of things that we can talk about. Uh, certainly we, through February, we saw a bit of a correction. Um, a couple of things that we suspect are behind that. The broader one is, you know, as we've been talking about over the last few years, that is as interest rates have gone ultimately to historic lows, uh, that's kind of made stocks the only option in terms of where you can see an above inflation investment return. So I've been very supportive of stocks. And so as people are looking ahead in 2021 now, between the various stimulus plans, uh, the reopening as the vaccines gets distributed, the concern is that we're going to get overheating, we're going to see some inflation, rates are going to have to move higher. And so that reverses that you know, declining rate trade that has been very supportive of stocks. Uh, certainly that is something to be aware of when you look historically raising rising rates do not necessarily um, are not necessarily negative for stocks usually the common factor there is a strong economy so if the economy is strong um, typically that is good for stocks and it's more about the overshoot so whether investors believe the various central banks are going to overshoot and we saw a little bit of that frankly end of 2018 as the fed tries to raise rates in that environment and certain investors revolted a bit and we saw that correction at the end of 2018 and the fed promptly reversed course so something to keep an eye on uh, but certainly the comments here you're hearing from central bankers is they want to remain extremely supportive of the economy we've been below target inflation for some time so they're certainly prepared to let that run hot a bit uh, but it is a dynamic to, to keep an eye on i think breaking down this correction a bit further though it's very important to realize that it was somewhat targeted at a few of the high flyers in fact some of the COVID high flyers when you think of um Think of a Zoom or a Peloton and some of these stocks that really benefited from this stay at home, work at home, work out at home type environment. And even things like Tesla as well uh, have come off um, quite a bit. Uh, whereas I think on the other side, some of those more where there was maybe better value, more of those reopening oriented when you think about restaurants, travel, brick and mortar retail, those types of things, those are starting to work. And of course, all of that is because these vaccines uh, are now starting to get distributed and in fact uh, deployed throughout the world. The U.S. over the weekend actually approved their third vaccine, a single dose one from Johnson & Johnson, and presumably that one um, will likely come to Canada. Canada, we haven't done a great job in either locking up supply of vaccines nor in the deployment. Certainly other countries are well ahead of us. But I think, you know, we all want to take this as a net positive that there does seem that there is plenty of light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to get to the end of this global pandemic. Even with these variants of the virus that are emerging, it really seems to relate to the contagious nature of the virus, not the ultimate symptomatic impact. So you don't get sicker with these variants, put it that way. But the risk is that if we let our guard down, assuming vaccines are here, um, that the virus can spread at a much more rapid rate if people you know, are socializing and not taking suitable precautions, which can result in hospitalizations at a much higher rate. And that's ultimately what we're trying to manage is our healthcare system. But certainly as we move through the spring and early summer and into the better weather, um, we're positioned in the portfolios to believe that this reopening continues to gather strength. Um, there'll be plenty of money around for people to spend as they sort of get to get reemployed or the stimulus will be to, there to support them. That $1.9 trillion dollar plan uh, is now in the Senate in the U.S., so likely some version of that is going to get passed. So again, extremely supportive. So we'll keep an eye longer term on, on that rate, uh, but certainly, certainly we think that economic activity continues to ramp up uh, over the coming quarters, uh, and we want to make sure we're well positioned to benefit from that. Uh, so that's how we see things today. Um, again, hope all of you are well, and we'll check in again with you in another month. Take care.
This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.